0: Hello, fellow freedom likers. Welcome to a legally drunk mini episode. JQ Bird is with you here today to talk about what seems to me to be the first real controversy of the Joe Biden administration. However, just some quick administrative things of my own. I posted on Twitter recently a thought I had about priests and religious leaders being responsible for these small communities believing the election was stolen, as has been reported by a number of media outlets and how if they're going to preach in their sermons that the election was stolen, then that should count as political action, and they should lose their tax-exempt status. However, religion is a subject we've largely avoided on this show, but it's something I personally would love to discuss more, and Twitter is a great place to interact with us to let us know if that's something you're interested in hearing about more one way or another. Our link will be in the description. I got a shot of amaretto with me here, usually better in mixed drinks, but also works straight, so stick around to the end for my review of that. But to get into the main story, President Biden signed an executive order on his first day in office, canceling the permit for the Keystone Pipeline. This has sparked outrage amongst conservatives online and in person, with Ted Cruz attempting to grill Secretary Buttigieg about it during his confirmation hearing earlier this week. I want to look at the facts of the situation first, but then analyze the way in which we discuss the pipeline. Because spoilers, the outcry from the Republicans is rooted in some fact, but as we've continued to see over the last decade, the harm that they're alleging here is grossly and misleadingly overstated. I've seen most people online citing the figure estimated by TC Energy Corporation, the company that owns the pipeline claiming that 11,000 jobs were lost, along with $2 billion in wages. However, TC has since walked back that figure drastically, along with the Alberta government, who also owns the pipeline, and stated that the actual number of lost jobs is about 1,000, and those job losses are expected to be temporary. These statistics are courtesy of PolitiFact, and they were reported in the Austin Statesman, Austin, Texas's newspaper. The narrative, of course, is that it only took Biden one day to quote-unquote betray the American people and for Biden to destroy the middle class. However, while it wasn't one of his key issues, Biden made it unequivocally clear during his campaign that he was going to do this. His executive order isn't some betrayal or shocking turn of events, but rather following through on a campaign promise that he made. Still. People like Ted Cruz insist that this is destroying American union jobs. And when now Secretary Pete said that Biden's overall plan will create jobs, Cruz lamented that this is merely the first in a series of job-killing environmental regulatory moves. Even though this belief by Cruz is in essence baseless, if anything, Democrats are upset with Biden for not rolling out more environmental protections a significant portion of the population still sides with Cruz. He's peddled nonsensical claims about the Paris Climate Agreement via Twitter, like that Biden is more interested in the citizens of Paris than the citizens of Pittsburgh, as if the agreement is actually made to benefit the people of Paris. Now, the question is not why is Ted Cruz making these nonsensical arguments, he received over $800,000 in campaign contributions from oil and gas companies during his re-election bid in 2018, double what the next candidate on the list received. That's according to the Federal Election Commission data. The question in my mind is more, why are people believing him? The conventional wisdom used to be that regulations lead to reduction in profits and unemployment and job loss. However, Biden's killing of the pipeline was not due to government regulations, but rather it was an investment in the future. It used to not necessarily make fiscal sense to implement certain environmental plans. However, the economics have changed not just over the last decade, but even over the last year. Previously, it made sense to wait for the technology to improve on certain green energy producers, as inevitable improvements in cheaper, better technology later will lead to savings today. However, we are so much further along in terms of green technology than the Republicans have led the American people to believe. Renewables currently in the U.S. make up to a quarter of our energy. That's if you include nuclear energy, which I do. That's according to Michigan University's Center for Sustainable Systems. Renewables have now surpassed coal in terms of total energy production, and continue to rise. The idea of renewable energy powering our country isn't some pipe dream, or something that's 50 years out. It can realistically be 10 years out if we invest right now, and it makes all the economic sense in the world to do so. According to Forbes, Building new renewable energy generators of all types is cheaper than operating existing coal plants. That's not a projection. That's right now. That trend will only continue if you want a projection. By the end of Biden's term, it will cost more to run every coal plant in America than replace them with wind or solar farms within 35 miles of their current locations. Perhaps the most damning statistic that I've seen... And the one that I believe will change most people's minds about the pipeline and clean energy is this. Bear in mind that clean energy makes up a quarter of our power grid. Well, clean energy jobs in the U.S. right now, today, outnumber fossil fuel jobs by a three to one margin. Five percent of all jobs added nationally last year were clean energy jobs. This is in part because clean energy jobs are much more difficult to automate than fossil fuel jobs. These stats, too, are courtesy of Forbes. So when Ted Cruz claims by shutting down the pipeline, we're killing jobs and the economy as well as the middle class, know that we're not. Green technology is not a fantasy. It's a reality now, not only is it one of the best investments in terms of job creation? The quality of jobs for these union workers Cruz seems so concerned about is better. Green energy jobs across all sectors pay hourly wages above the national average of $24 per hour, up to a third higher than the current fossil fuel jobs are paying. And they're also all available to people who have just a high school diploma. This is an issue of perception more than anything else. In fact, Republicans should be the ones pushing for clean energy, as there is availability for major clean energy producing plants in almost three quarters of all of red districts in this country, as compared to the 63% availability within blue districts. The time has come to start changing the way we think about green energy, And it starts by recognizing Biden's decision on the Keystone Pipeline is undoubtedly the correct one. Building it might create the shortest-term economic growth, but it would ultimately make our transition from a dying fossil fuel industry longer, more costly economically and ecologically and do more harm to those workers Ted Cruz claims to care about in the long run. With that said, let's try this amaretto shot. <sighs> it's one of these very syrupy liqueurs. Kind of leaves a burning cinnamony taste in your mouth with a hint of sweetness to it, too. You got that fire in your chest from a shot. Definitely real good in mixes. I personally like mixing it with Coke. Get a nice... uh little soda taste there but overall amaretto is definitely great as a straight shot too wouldn't put it up there with something like vodka but i'd still say it's definitely worth a shot bottles aren't that expensive i think they go for around 20 bucks and they do tend to last you a while so overall i would give the amaretto in the liquor category a solid six and a half out of ten thanks for tuning in We have a top five coming out later this week. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Legally Drunk Pod for all the latest updates and discussion. And until next time, we're out.